Well, faithful listeners, I know that this will be heartbreaking for you all to hear, but it is a dark week here at the King's Hall, meaning we do not have a new main episode for your listening pleasure. But are we going to leave you empty-handed? No, that's not how you build a new Christendom. You don't leave your listeners empty-handed. No, you release for them some behind-the-scenes content that's previously unreleased. So what we're going to do in this short episode here is give you a little bit of a flavor for what it's like to be in the King's Hall private pub. All right, that's what our Patreon channel really is. Uh, It gets you access to a special weekly after-hours show called, creatively, After Hours, in which we chat, we talk Twitter, we talk the you know the water cooler talk. We we may you know sometimes expand on the topic from the episode, but mainly we just have a good time and then we end with a toast like we were chatting at the bar of our local Christian pub. Uh, so that well, doesn't exist. That doesn't exist yet. yet. So with that said, enjoy this formerly patron exclusive look at our after hours show, and we hope it is enjoyable for your listening pleasure. Welcome to the King's Hall After Hours. I am host number one. My name is Flava Flav. Did you say host number one? Host number one. First show we last. Flava Flav. Flava Flav. Oh, man. Do you guys remember Flava Flav? Yeah, back in in my days where I was not very... Righteous. Christian. Righteous. That'd be a great... (laughs) I was going to (laughs) say. When it was like MTV. (laughs) Or have good taste. What show was that? Man, I can't remember. It was... Actually, it's better that I don't remember. So we, we, we got... Flavor Flav, we've got uh, Heavy D on Mike too. Heavy two. D, I, I really Heavy D Burks. That hurts my feelings. Heavy D, you told Heavy me. Heavy D, you told me that was your nickname. Yeah, I wanted to be a rapper when I was in uh, yeah high school. D. Yeah, Heavy did D. you? Eminem really? was like, well, oh yeah, I wanted. Did to you be. really? No, I didn't. Not oh, praise him. Not at all. Okay, I was gonna make fun <laughs> I of you. No. Uh, heavy D coming on the mic at y'all. Gonna let you know. <laughs> Sorry. What just happened? Eric so- don't stand real tall, but he's a short oh. king and he's looking real fine. <laughs> I'm sorry, after hours listeners. <laughs> They're like, what just happened? That was all Dan. So so mic number three. <laughs> mic number three, we've got uh what, what's Brian's oh, the sweet psalmist of Oh, please. please. <laughs> so so Brian is so Kate, sweet and new- such a psalmist yeah. that uh he has to autograph things for small children. Look, it was so cute, I couldn't say no. I couldn't say no. But listen, guys, we're going to have a competition. Via Twitter, submit your best new nickname for me that doesn't make me sound gay. All right? Everybody ready? That's what I'd like. I'm counting on an even gayer nickname. (laughs) I will refuse to answer it forever. Yeah, but you didn't choose this one. No, I didn't. It's much like election. Nicknames, you never choose It was chosen for you. If you try to choose your own nickname, (laughs) you're probably like a loser. Cool. If you're like everybody call me everybody call me Heavy D. It's kind of lame. No, you need someone to come up to you and be like, "What's up Heavy or D?" Or you mean like Fat Dan and then it sticks, <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. That's what happens when you try it. It always backfires. So, look, help me out listeners. Help help me out. So, Brian, I, I wanted to give just a little bit of recap what we've been up to. Uh we were at County Before Country last week. Mm-hmm. Uh had some, some good experiences. Um, but I kind of wanted to get your thoughts, weigh in on a few things, uh, a few yeah. positive takeaways yeah. Yeah. Um, that I thought was pretty cool. Number one, yeah. I love air conditioning. Air conditioning is one of the greatest evidences of post-millennialism. I, I, I think I agree <laughs> with you. And after, it was funny. So uh, the backstory is the conference didn't have, uh, it broke. The compressor for their large warehouse church broke literally the day before the conference. So there was nothing they could do. It wasn't their fault. 
but it was like record it was, heat. It was like, uh, it was like the fourth circle. It was like, it was like a, people passing out. Yeah. My wife at one point was like helping a 17 week pregnant lady taking her back. Like you should drink some water here. Let's cool you down. So you don't get hospitalized, you know, that kind of thing. I was sweating and the stage was a little higher. So, you know, I'm going up there to lead worship and it's hotter. Heat rises. It's heat hot. Rise. It's hot when you're on the stage, when you're the main event. I was not the main event at any point, but I did lead <laughs> worship. So it was hot. I was sweating out my armholes. I was just dripping. Well, arm I, I knew like your sleeves. Oh, your pits. Yeah. Those so, aren't armholes. Here's a, the background of that is that my climbing partner was like a redneck hillbilly guy and he would always say that but with like a i'm sweating out my armholes up here so i always say that now and yeah. i give no context so people think i'm dumb anyway moving on dan thinks that anyway <laughs> um one of the things though that i i realized it was hot this is like day two i'm wearing like business cash like you know a coat and a tie yeah. yeah and i have my khakis on and i've sweated through my khakis Oof. on my on my calves. Yeah. Who sweats through khakis on your calves? That's how disgustingly do hot calves it was. even sweat? Apparently. Apparently Eric's, they do. Eric's does. Eric's calves, calves sweat. sweat. Yeah. Yeah. Eric was also the first day. So he's like wearing his full suit jacket, tie. I wore a jacket and like button up shirt, full on. Doug gets up there. Doug Wilson gives his first lecture and he's like, uh, two observations. Number one, it's hot. <laughs> and number two, I am wearing a jacket. But that's just because I'm stubborn. And if I pass out, you will find out how stubborn. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yep, that was a Doug-ism right there. Yeah, It was yep. hot. I wore a coat for two days. Um, yeah, you're, you're a real Chad. The third day, I wore shorts and a t-shirt, and it was like thunderstorms and cold. Yeah, I wore a t-shirt the second day and the third day. Yeah. So one of the things I wanted to point to, I thought was cool from the conference, kind of a good takeaway for me was just the networking, kind of yeah. seeing some of the cool things happening in Christendom. Uh, a lot of people building things different ways. But it was interesting, Brian. Uh, maybe this was my overall takeaway. Um, and call me a lover of Ogden and Refuge Church. I will. But I walked away, and I had... Normally, you go to a conference, and you're like, oh, I wish we had this where we were you know, back home. And I went to that conference, and I was like, you know what? I'm actually really grateful for my people, my place, and Refuge Church. Really excited. Yeah. And I think maybe that's where we'll go with some of this. Really excited to talk about kind of what we've got going on here and why it's become so special to all of us. Yeah. Yeah, and it, a lot of the questions that you and I were, were getting from different uh, listeners and podcast listeners, people listening to the music and kind of keeping tabs on what we're doing here on Ogden, just basically overall they wanted to know, like, tell us more. Tell us about your singing. You guys talk about singing a lot. Tell us about the school. Tell us about the community. What, Like, you guys talk as if Ogden is this utopia, which – it's not a utopia. There's tons of work to do, but we genuinely love it here. I, someone could come in and say, Eric, I'm going to give you a, you know, big paycheck. Come pastor our mega church. And I would do it. I mean, what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. that like, backfired. How much is the paycheck? <laughs> that backfired on me guys. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. No, it, it's just, I yeah, don't think leaving. any of us would t- I'd be like, no, thanks. Yeah. We're not. Uh, leaving. I, I, Cause what, what the Lord has done here is, I, I mean, for us, it's like it's day to day, but I, I, I meet people all the time and they're like, no, they start describing their situation. They start describing five. They've looked everywhere. They're trying to find a church communities, um, not thick, like they're not singing the Psalms. They're not educating children. There's just, there's, uh, 
we're really thankful. Like some I just, just am very thankful. Yeah, some of them don't even have like the basic things of like you know some deep friendships. Yeah, no friendships. No, there's no church discipline happening at my church. There's no you know the text is never applied to life. It's just you know so <sighs> it's been really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One of the things I thought was cool uh, was we got a lot. Uh, one of our Patreon supporters, Brian. Uh, not Brian Sovey. Not the sweet psalmist of Ogden. Uh, Brian was Brian uh, saying, yeah, like, we, 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 you guys should, you know, do a conference. Love to come to it. Um, I think that, you know, definitely was on the tip of my brain. Like, we yep. should we should do something. We should have AC. Yeah, we should. Um, we should have AC. We'll, t- we'll, we'll, we'll tag Michael. We'll be like, Michael, <laughs> you share our conference. It's like counting for country with AC. He actually joked that that was going to be next year's marketing for County Before Hilarious. Country. Is like County Before Country 2023 this year with air conditioning. <laughs> this, yeah. And I was like, I sh- you should you should have County Before Country 2023, formerly the hottest conference in Batavia, Ohio. But anyway. I think it would actually be funny if they did it with AC, but this time just like go as cold as you too can. cold. And then the next year, like, like you have to keep degrees. coming back until you get the perfect. Yeah, that's genius. Keep people. Coming. Yeah, we're de- you know what we walked away. We said let's do a conference. We said, let's do a King's Hall conference. Let's do a new Christendom conference here in Ogden. So stay tuned, patrons here. Like I don't think anyone knows about new Christendom. We're in the family here. Ooh, well, that was what you call an Easter egg. Whoa, big idea, Did Dan. That was that? smart. Dan was egg. like in business school and whatnot, so he... Dan knows about Easter eggs. Yeah, if you knew anything about business school, you would not associate <laughs> smart. It was just, it was great to go to the bars. Oh, You know, wow. for others... <laughs> For other business students. Yeah. Not, not Dan. Not me. No, not Dan. Never. Mm-mm. Never Mm-mm. would I Mm-mm. have a drink or anything like that. So, Brian, I want to ask you about one thing that we talked about. You you mentioned in the service, uh, Josh Dawes on Twitter shared this. Okay. And it was uh, G. Shane Morris, our guy. Yeah. And uh, Shane Morris, like, I, I was actually impressed. He was ripping this to shreds. But he said, quote, the church has got to stop countenancing this ridiculous attitude that just praising natural institutions mm-hmm. and helping people take part in them is idolatry. Yeah, um, we've seen a lot of this yep. lately. Um, you had some comments on Sunday about loving Psy guy. Oh yeah, not Good idolatry. Sermon. What yeah. is? I guess unpack for me. What what's the issue? What do you first of all? What are you seeing culturally happening? Yeah, and why why address it in the way that you did? Yeah, in the sermon. I was explaining about just being gone for the last few days and how I'd seen a picture of my my dude, Cyril, and his big moon pie face because he's just got a – he inherited uh, from the Sauvé gene pool from my father's side. My dad has a perfectly round head. Uh, very handsome dad, if you're ever listening to this. Very handsome. He inherited that moon pie face, and I just saw his two-year-old moon pie face, and I was like, I want to go home. I love my boy. And, and what I was thinking as, uh, you know, I was preparing for the sermon this Sunday was there are lots of parts of um, Christian culture where there's this tendency that Gregory Shane Morris was pointing at to essentially call all normal natural affections idolatry. And, and, and we're always talking about the idolatry of the family, idolatry of children. And look, you, you can make, you can uh, get your loves disordered with anything, but what it can tend to make people feel like is God is up there looking at me as I see this picture of my son and go, I, I really love my boy. I just want to hug my boy. I want to see him. I want to chat with him. I want to hear all of his funny jokes, his two-year-old talk, chatter. I'm already thinking idolatry. Just love him. And, 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 and it's as if God's up there going, 
repent. Like as if God is insecure, he can't handle me loving my my son. When in reality, that is supposed to be pedagogical. It's supposed to be um, there's supposed to be a, 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 something I learn from my love for my boy and how intense that love is. I'm supposed to learn what it means when, when the you Lord say love Jesus Christ more. Well, when Jesus says, "Pray, our Father yeah, in heaven," yeah, 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 and and then so, so I'm supposed to refer to God as my Father, and, and you sp- have a reference point now. Yeah, and I'm going. I understand on some small level what the love of the Father is because of how intensely I love my boy. Now, of course, I should love my primal love should be my love for the love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. But but Jesus actually said you can sum up the whole law just in saying love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah, that's really interesting. Um, so I had the chance to spend some time with Aaron Wren, uh, wrote in actually to the conference with him. And so we were talking about this and I asked him what he thought about it. And he said, you know, it, it, it just strikes me that this whole everything is idolatry. Any desire is tantamount to idolatry. He said it, it, it's almost identical to Buddhism mm. where all des- you have to be emptied of all desire Yep. Good and bad. So, like the the state of nirvana is zero desire. And I always ask people that are Buddhist, "Do you desire to get to that state of zero desire?" <laughs> I'm sorry. What do they say? Anyway. What do they? One time say? I was in. This is a total derailing. One Dude. time I was in a, a philosophy of religion class in Weber State University, and uh, they were talking about Buddhism and that exact concept. And I was like, I raised my hand. I said, "Why don't they just kill themselves?" <laughs> Because <laughs> it seemed like that'd be the quickest way. Boom. No they desire. were very offended. Really? I will not lie to you. I think it's the most offended anybody was ever at me in the... Uh, anyway, keep going. Sorry. It's actually yeah. quite understandable. But yeah, yeah you, you really do. You get to this point where it's like, you know, the goal is everything that you desire is bad, so just don't have desires. Yeah. But that's actually not... That actually wouldn't be Christian love either. No. We'd not be loving our neighbor if we said, Sai Guy, I feel nothing. I look at my son and I feel indifference because I'm holy. Yeah. And even the, um, (laughs) sort of the, uh, sort of the Gnostic pietism that's been in the church where, you know, you're like, Oh yeah, husband, you love your wife. Well, you should not because she's going to die and you're going to be in eternity. And it's like, okay, well, (laughs) just go read the song is all again. One more time. The natural family is going to be destroyed. And I'm like, well, actually, even even when type when type gives way to substance, it's always greater. It's not a. It's not lesser. It's not lesser than the. T- it's it's it will be an intensification of the goodness of the original thing. So, just because in heaven, we're neither married nor given in marriage, it, it's not that marriage is going to be lame. It's that there will be such an intensification of what marriage was about in the first place mm. that it will be even more to use my trademarked word, glorious. Glorious. Glorious listeners. And to use my trademark sound. Mm. That's huge. That's and huge. to use Dan's trademark sound. That, that was it. That's, funny. that's the sound. <laughs> that's funny. Silence. That, that was is it. Actually, the sound. By the way, Dan, I think yeah. this is important. One of the things we've striven, striven, strove? Striven. Striven. So we striven. Striven. We striven to do in this podcast is just be all inclusive. And one of the things I feel like we need to correct is uh, we we did get to meet Noah Alvarenga. We did. Oh, I th- you know why are you talking to me? I was not there. I did not meet Noah. We need an retraction. Yeah. Well, Dan is not playing nicely in the play sandbox. 
So mm. yeah, I'm just gonna go back. Okay, to Brian. Our <laughs> Excuse me. Member role. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sorry, Dan. I was under the illusion you were participating in this conversation. Uh, so anyway, it is an illusion. It is an illusion. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Uh, Noah was there, and. We had actually, Brian, it's not me. When not you we. say we, you mean me very loudly. Brian made the assumption that Noah was a Mexican. Look at him. Well, here's the deal. Noah is actually Colombian and El Salvadoran. What's, I mean, so for let's the be record, honest here. You thought he was Hispanic, Mexican? Yeah. Mexican, okay. Let's be honest here. I mean, how dare you? Are they different? How dare you? <laughs> I mean, they do all kind of look the same, but here. One has chalupas and one has cocaine. It is at this point where I would like to absolve myself from any associations with the King's Hall. <laughs> okay. It's after hours, Dan. Duly noted. It after is hours. not. It really it is. is. It so, is. Yeah, yeah, Noah had his, uh, he had his, uh, they were actually not Pit Vipers. They like weren't a, name brand? Well, they were a name brand. I Blenders? I can't remember. Yeah. Um, turns that out, is a brand, and it has a name. It's a name brand. Pit Vipers were actually. He said the company is kind of like pro, pro gay. Oh, okay. So yeah, so can't like, be supporting can't, that. I can't be doing that. Columbia Boy Summer can't be supporting that. Columbia Boy Summer. Yeah. So I naturally he he commented on Facebook about being from Colombia. So I sent him a GIF of Pablo Escobar, <laughs> also <laughs> from Colombia. Also Colombian. Plato or plumas, you know, silver or. Or lead. Yeah, you, know? you you got it. I am trying you to You are winsome, Eric. And nuanced. You make friends. You keep friends. What is the point of this? There, The point is, we're in the pub right now. We're in after hours. We're chatting. Dan's not. We're just he's chatting. On a, he's on another planet. We're chatting about mutual interests. Noah is a mutual interest of Eric and mine. <laughs> mutual interest. He's yeah. a friend. He's going to be so stoked he's when we, that we set the record Mexican straight. white boy summer. I mean, Colombian, yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah, he is. Mexico you guys know how to make friends. I'll just say the that. last thing. <laughs> the last thing, Dan. What that we're going to talk about is a tweet from Brian. Now I have to clarify at the conference. Everyone okay. asked me, said, "How do you say his name?" And I said, "It's Suave." Oh boy! Like yes. Rico, Rico Suave. Yes, yes. yes. You know yes. what? You know what I said <laughs> when people asked me. I said, here's how my friend Dan Burkholder explains it. It's Brian Sove, like so gay. That was not. That was Matt Halverson. <laughs> was it really? Yeah, I had to take it back. It really was. Yeah, because he was mispronouncing it, and I was like, "No, it's it's actually Sove," and he's like, "So gay." Yeah, I need to I need to retract. County for country listeners, the people I told that it wasn't Dan, it was Matt Halper. So, so my wife, it was funny at Grace Agenda was last year. uh, I wasn't there. I was. I just you know thought what? I would make that point since you, know you what, made Eric? your point earlier. <laughs> I apologize. I was insensitive. Yo. Okay. I like this reconciliation. She anyway, did the same thing. I yeah. absolutely Amelia, do not forgive you. Amelia went around, and whenever you know people agree for her, she's like, "Oh, I'm, we're from Ogden." Oh yeah, you're like you're like Brian the Suave's church. Is that how you say it? And Amelia would say. Yes. 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 It's suave. It is suave. Like Rico. Well, so most of Moscow, Idaho believes that my name is pronounced suave. And actually, to be fair, I, I can say this because she doesn't listen. But um, she's also not a patron. Yeah. Well, so she gets no no benefits and perks. Um, the thing is, <laughs> she gets one of our core members. I yes. Mean, well, that. But here's the deal. The favorite too. When so. we were leaving yeah. for the conference. It was actually Amelia who told me to tell everyone. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what suave? You know what suave means in Mexican? Smooth it means smooth. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I t- I'll take a, it. Is there a Mexican language? 
Rico Mexican. Suave is Mexican. Say habla. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's Como se dice. This whole time I thought I was under the illusion that it was Spanish. Como se dice. No, it's Mexican. Suave. Smooth on Espanol. Se dice. What does suave. it mean in French? Well, suave isn't a word in French, but Salvation. sauve. Salvation. Means saved. It's the past participle of the verb savoir, yeah. meaning to save. Yeah, salvation. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. So my name, Brian Asove, if you pronounce my middle initial as a word, is the sentence Brian is Not, saved. Actually, that's false. Because no. in French, suave means agreeable. S-U-A-V-E? S-A. I looked it up. Yeah. I thought S-U-A-V-E. it was saved. Oh, S-U-A means that. Yes. Oh, I didn't even know it was a word. Sensation. Uh, you know what? This is in French. Never mind. I'm... I'm, I, wow, I, I was almost like thrown for Adjective. my whole life. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. It's been a very educational show. It really has. And the thing that I, that I think is that if I could just say the best reason to sign up for Patreon is to hear us this content. <laughs> so this there, is, there the is the prime a word. Content. There is a word. It's suave, qui, peut, or whatever. <laughs> come over what? there. That's what I say. It means panic. <laughs> Sauve, qui peut. Peu? I think uh, it means panic in the disco. I like payout better. That's closer to your other oh, people. Widespread panic. <laughs> Widespread <laughs> panic. I've never heard that. You know what? That must be one of those. So like there's idioms. Yeah. In French. You're an idiom. <laughs> this guy. What an intelligent remark. In French, if you want to say step on it, you know, like in, you're in a car, he's like, step on it, go faster. They say, appuie sur le champignon. That seems, what does that mean? They pick it something means, faster to say. I know, right? It's long. It means literally step on the mushroom. Because in French cars, the gas pedal looked kind of like a mushroom. So really? they would say, appuie sur le champignon. And if you literally translate, I bet that the means French something can't like even that. Design a gas pedal correctly. My word, the fr- a mushroom. My heritage. Their food, though. I mean, am I right? Let's be honest. It's pretty here. good. I mean, have you I would heard pick of a, a croissant too. before? I have. I look like one. I'm surprised. Flaky you said and buttery croissant instead of your croissant. Croissant. No, I'm not one of those guys. It's not like look. I don't go to restaurants and go. Um, Hi, I would like to have some of the uh, steak a quesadillas. And if you do, <laughs> can you bring me some extra a tortillas because I would like some a carne asada. No, don't be that guy. Just really say carne asada. Just say tortillas. But, you're, you're white. But think about people. French culture. Well, unless like, they're not. I often do. Go they on. They gave us like the Noah. pink panther. The pink panther the pink came pan- from. French culture. Did it really? Yeah. I didn't know that. It's French. Clouseau. I mean, come on. Le Rose Panther. I don't know how to say panther, so. He's not French. He's le, Indian. Le, is <laughs> a, le, le, oh, le, le. I, I was actually going to read a tweet from Brian Were before you? this this nonsense got off the rails. What was this, it? This, this has been the best part of the show. One yeah, of the most. Easily. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Dan. Thank you. Yeah. One of the most gross, stunting lies you can believe is that honoring others and helping them succeed is going to somehow hurt or hinder you. Competition can be godly, friendly, and helpful. A feature of healthy masculinity, but arrogant babel building is self-harming folly. Babel, babel, look at me now. And the walls of my town, they come crumbling down. Mumford and Sons, thank you. You said it like the song. That's like why they I do. said that. Yeah. So I just thought I'd sing well, that Well, because I'm part English. Also, we probably just got dinged by copyright or something on definitely, Patreon. Definitely did not. It sounded exactly like the song, Dan. I no. actually thought it was the song. 
Marcus Mumford in studio. Mm. Dan, talk about why it's so good for you to not compete for glory with Brian. It, well, it's, I mean, we can't, I can't compete, right? That's what you were going to say. Look at him. Well, I mean, Did obviously. you hear him sing? I mean, come on. No, the, uh, the competition is good, especially when your, your goal is total annihilation and dominion mm. with your mm. friends. Yeah, that's I good. I will bury you. Wait, you'll bury your friends? <laughs> <laughs> I will bury you. I am Dan suddenly King's afraid. Hall after hours. No, I think it's very masculine, very natural and masculine. I mean, if you get if you get two men uh, doing a task together, say something like, uh, I don't know, digging, it, it you can't help, even if it's unspoken, looking over at the other person and going like, dang, I better catch up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to beat them. Like, it's just natural. Yep. Hey, hey, and even better, unnamed man at the stoplight next to you in another vehicle. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is a, a, an inclination to where you want to beat them. Yeah. What if you're in a Ford Ranger? <laughs> if you're in a Ford Ranger, I would recommend <laughs> avoiding squawking your tires and there getting is a, a street racing this. ticket for that. <laughs> okay, the best part is the narking, but we, we can't talk about it. We... No, we, we can't, can't talk about it. We can't. This, okay, come that to Ogden. That might have to be edited out. Come to our conference. Come to our conference. Buy us a beer, and we'll tell you the story that we're referencing buy right us now. A and it's beer? hilarious. Yes, buy okay. us a beer. It's worth right. it. It's worth a beer. It's it's definitely worth your Any beer. of us will tell you about the squawking. The main thing we want people to know, Dan, <laughs> is they're missing out by not being here. I think we can all agree on that. But yeah. I'm, I'm not. Is it? You're not here? I'm not missing out. I'm oh, here. no, you're not missing out. I was going to yeah. say, where are you? Come is to our hypothetical matrix? future conference. No, so so competition is is healthy amongst men in a way. Mm-hmm. So especially if you're for one another, yeah, that's that's obviously key. If you are seriously like in competition because of envy, that's that's poison. Bad, bad. Straight up poison. Well, that, so I think it was one of my main takeaways from the conference, actually. Uh, Michael is this talented guy. He's done a lot of good things. He's he's yeah. written a book. His his church is doing well. But I think one of the things I admired most about what he did with the conference is he, he's really trying to give a lot of different guys the spotlight mm-hmm. to expose each of us to the other people, yeah. to network. Um, and I think it's a good picture for the church. We, we've had a lot of incidents in the, especially Reformed Baptist, Presbyterian camps, both sides involved in this. There's bickering, there's infighting. But at the end of the day, I really like the attitude of, hey, we're actually trying to help each other. Yeah. We're not trying to tear each other down. We're not trying to say your thing sucks because mine's great. Yeah. Um, but again, I think the conference was a, a good showcase of, hey, there's a lot of good people doing a lot of good work. Mm-hmm. Get to know them. Let's celebrate some of that work. And there's enough glory to go around. Yeah. Glory is not a fixed pie. Yeah. It's not like if I honor Dan and Eric or if I honor Michael or if I honor Doug or whatever, that it's like, oh, there was 100% of glory. They took 3%. There's only 97 left. So you better know. It's like God, it, all of it comes from the Father, and all of it redounds to the Father. It's, it's glory belongs to God. But when we live like he does, he's a God who bestows glory on his creatures. Right? Man is the glory of God. Then glory redounds. It multiplies. It shines. It, you know, so you get glory. God gets glory ultimately, and you can honor and see glory land on lots of places, this weighty goodness of a thing being at peace with, with what God made it to be and do. Beautiful. Mm. Is it? It's deep. You it tell is. me, Dan, what is it? Glorious. 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 It's huge. 
Speaking That's of huge, huge, Dan, this episode has been huge. Mm-hmm. It's been life-changing. I think we can all agree. Huge. And so I want to close this episode. And since it's after hours, we normally give a toast. That's right. Uh, we're not going to be toasting with Peat Monster because I'm now using that for a water bottle. Which <laughs> is a bold move. <laughs> it it's tastes a lot like scotch. Get a little peaty taste for the next thousand times you fill <laughs> it up. That's right. Yeah. But it's Berkey water, so it's okay. It's fine. Uh, we're going to be toasting with some Buffalo Trace bourbon. Yeah, we're slumming it. Uh, some great whiskey from Kentucky. Kentucky mm. straight bourbon, actually. Mm. One of the finest. So, Dan, One since finest. you are in such a glorious, cheery mood, I would like to ask Dan. Are you saying that I'm not in a cheery mood? No, I'm saying you are, Dan. No, I'm definitely not in a cheery mood. <laughs> no, you're definitely not. <laughs> Dan is the surly one of the bunch. And so because he's so surly, I want to hear the most cheerful. We should call him the sweet sirloin of Ogden. That should be Dan. Sirloin. Anyway, the surly sirloin of Ogden. Okay, keep going. Yes. So anyway, surly sirloin. Would you give us a toast befitting of kings? Well, Stan boys. Toast befitting of kings. (laughs) Brian just rips his mic. Rips my whole mic off the stand. I'm ready. King energy. King energy. You may mates. be ready, but I am not. <laughs> All right. What did we even talk about in this episode? What didn't we? To the pie what? of glory, may it continue to grow, and may all of us have equal shares in it. To the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Here, here. Here, here.